Hello and welcome to the Christ Life Podcast. This is episode three, and I'm your host, Scooby Crockett. Today, we are going to talk about the Holy Spirit, who the Holy Spirit is, how the Holy Spirit plays a part in our life as Christians. But let's open up in prayer to the Lord. Father, I thank you so much for this podcast. I thank you for the subscribers. I thank you for the listeners. I pray, oh God, you grow this podcast and you edify the body of Christ and you bring the truth to those that may not be saved. But God, I pray that after listening to this podcast, they will be saved and be made into your image, uh, into the holiness of your image, oh God, and conform into the image of Christ. God, I thank you. I bless all the listeners in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So who is the Holy Spirit? Um, I do, in the future, want to do a podcast where it's specifically about questions and how to answer those questions with biblical references and answers from the scriptures. I want to make it more the, uh, the, uh, theolog- theological, um, if you will. But However, I do want to answer questions in this podcast as well. And so the Holy Spirit... I believe many people in the body of Christ don't fully understand the person of the Holy Spirit, who the Holy Spirit is. You know, is he, is he doing anything? Is he done? Is he asleep? You know, because we have the Bible now. Why, why do we need the Holy Spirit? Um, but first, let me say this. The Holy Spirit is a person, okay? The Holy Spirit is not a force. He is not an it. He is not... An energy, if you will, he is a person. He has his own will. He has his own emotions. He, he, he's he's separate from Jesus, but he's one with Jesus. If that makes sense, the Bible says he is the spirit of Jesus. He is the spirit of God. He hovered over the waters in the beginning, and he he is fully God. Uh, um, we're kind of venturing into the Trinity. The Trinity, at times, can be a little bit confusing. To people, I know Muslims have a hard time grasping the idea of the Trinity. They think we worship three gods. We don't worship three gods. We worship one God that exists in three persons. Okay, so specifically on this show, we on this specific episode, we are going to discuss the Holy Spirit, who the Holy Spirit is. Jesus, okay, talks about the Holy Spirit. Jesus says it will be profitable for you. It will be beneficial. It will be expedient for you that I go. Because when I go, when I leave, I will pray to the Father and the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Okay. The Holy Spirit was in the Old Testament, right? The Holy Spirit will come upon the prophets and the prophets would prophesy. Um, But there is a difference in this new covenant and what took place. There's a difference between the old Testament and how the Holy Spirit interacted with man to now this new covenant where there is a no holds bar. There's no walls between God and man. It's been destroyed. So now the Holy Spirit comes. So Jesus leaves, right? He he dies. He descends into the into the earth, and then he asc- and then he uh, resurrects on the third day, and then he ascends up to heaven. And what does he say before he ascends? He says, "Terry." In Jerusalem, and you shall be endowed with power, endued with power um, from on high. So the apostles are together. They're in the upper room. There's other people there as well, and they're praying. And what takes place? 
was like flaming tongues of fire. They divided and they came upon each of their heads, upon each of their heads, and they begin to speak in another language. They begin to just speak and declare the wonders of God, and and they were and they were led by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit was giving them um, the speech, the words uh, to say to say these things in other languages. So the Holy Spirit at this point now isn't just resting on the apostles and the believers. The Holy Spirit is immersing them. The word baptize is immerse. So the Holy Spirit now is not is no longer resting upon individuals. He is immersing them. He is like, if you can imagine a dam, you know, the dam is burst open and, and it's just gushing water and it's shooting forth. Imagine being in front of that dam. Well, that's what the Holy Spirit does now in this new covenant. He totally immerses. And what, and what we see happen in the Bible, in the New Testament, is people are hit dramatically. And their response is speaking in tongues and prophesying and something powerful happens inside of them. And it almost seems like they can't even control what's taking place. It's just the Holy Spirit giving utterance and just speaking forth from them. Um, you know, Jesus talks about out of your belly float will flow rivers of living water. So the Holy Spirit is a person and he's doing the will of the Father, right? He's bringing glory to Jesus. You know, that's what the Holy Spirit likes to do. The Holy Spirit likes to bring glory to Jesus Christ. Um, so when the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us and lives inside of us, well, what takes place? We begin to desire to worship Jesus and speak about Jesus. You know, Jesus talks about being witnesses uh, throughout the whole earth, but he says, tarry first for the Holy Spirit, you know? So the Holy Spirit helps us even in evangelism, um, helps us even in our weakness. The Holy Spirit helps us to pray. Now, I don't know about you and what your doctrinal views are, but the Holy, but the, the, New, Co- or the uh, New Testament, the Holy Bible, speaks about this gift given from God um, in, for, in, in 1 Corinthians and, uh, and also in the gospel. I believe it's uh, is a, is a mark um, that they'll speak in new tongues. And then Paul talks about to the Corinthians saying, I speak in tongues more than you all. Um, so there's this gift in the New Testament that's given by the Holy Spirit to mankind and it's the gift of speaking in tongues. You know, there's other gifts as well um, that we see. You know, the gift of healing, gift of faith, prophecy. You see, these things haven't passed away. It doesn't matter what your pastor says. doesn't matter what your denomination says. If you look at the Bible at face value, we get no inclination that these gifts will ever pass away in this lifetime, at least. We know in heaven we won't need the gift of healing. And that's what Paul refers to. We won't need prophecy in heaven right? We won't, we won't need faith in heaven. There won't be faith. It'll just be God and it'll be us and everything else. There won't be any need to resurrect the dead because everyone that is to live eternally will be resurrected from the dead and will be living with the Lord. So if we look at the Bible face value, the Bible talks about these gifts that the Holy Spirit brings forth and we get no um, indication from Paul that these things will cease, at least um, before the Lord uh, returns. So, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ. What does he do? He gives gifts, 
right? He, he, he enables people to do pretty miraculous and powerful things. Um, he fills people. Um, he speaks through people, as we spoke about a little bit with tongues. And let me just hit on that note a real uh, a little bit because I did bring it up before, um, you know, a couple minutes ago. But let me go more in detail. The people that I have encountered now, mind you, I've attended many different churches. Okay, I've been part of a big uh, mega church. That was one of the first churches I ever really attended and became part of. I was a very large mega church, non-denominational. Um, you know, they weren't Baptists, they weren't Pentecostal, they were kind of in the middle in a sense. I, after that, I left that church and went to a small church, and everyone was black except for me, and everyone was a woman or a child except for me. It was very interesting. I went from this huge church to this small church, um, but they were more Pentecostal, and they spoke in tongues and everything, and, and I witnessed some pretty cool things there. I've been to, uh, attended a Baptist church for a couple months, and I, I would visit every now and then because I love the people there. I love their fellowship. Um, I've listened to a lot of godly Baptist, Calvinist preachers, uh, Arminius preachers. I've, lis- I've listened to a very wide spectrum of the body of Christ. But let me say, and let me speak on this. Those that have the gift of tongues and speak and believe in the gift of tongues and utilize the gift of tongues, I feel have a greater grasp of who the Holy Spirit is. I also hear them speaking more about the Holy Spirit. While those that don't really speak in tongues don't believe that tongues exists in this day, I don't really hear them speaking too much about Holy Ghost, about the Holy Spirit. I feel like they almost, in a sense, give them lip service. And I don't want to say that as a general sense, but that's what I've kindly, kind of gathered because they can't ignore the Holy Spirit. They believe he's there, but it's kind of a, a weird relationship. It's kind of like maybe it's that, um, that cousin that's in your family, you're related to him, but you don't really connect that much with him. But you acknowledge him. You don't dislike him. You know, you talk every now and then. But that's what I feel like a lot of the people in the body of Christ, they don't, they understand Jesus. You know, they have a grasp on the Father, but they're kind of disconnected from the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is to be our comforter. He's to be a friend. He's supposed to partner with us. He is Jesus on the earth. Okay, Jesus, when he was on the earth, existed in one place at one time. He was physically bound um, to his finite location, correct? The Father was everywhere, the Spirit was everywhere, but Jesus was in one location walking around. So when he ascended and, and, then, and then prayed to the Father and the Holy Spirit was um, poured out upon the disciples, the Holy Spirit basically takes the place of Jesus on the earth. And he, and he empowers us to be like Jesus on the earth. And so he's able to do more, right, in a sense. Because when Jesus was on the earth, he was only able to do things in a certain ge- a geographical location. Um, but now that he's in, in, at the right hand of the Father, the Holy Spirit comes, and now he's, you know, everywhere, you know, um, um, by the power of the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit is someone to know. He's someone that we can pray to. He's someone we can worship because remember, he's God, okay? Um, we're not doing a disservice to the Father or to the Son when we worship the Holy Spirit or pray to the Holy Spirit. You see, the Trinity is very interesting. You know, it's, it's, I love going deep into the Trinity um, because it's, it's amazing. It's, it, that's, another, that's another show, another episode. But I, I, want, I want us to really understand the Holy Spirit is to be here with us. I mean, even right now, like, I don't know, like, you can feel him. You know, he's not, 
he's not just this energy, this this thing that doesn't have a personality. No, he's he has a personality. He has a will. You know, he's he only speaks what he hears of the Father. You know, even as Jesus was saying about you know himself. But the Holy Spirit, you know, if you're a believer, he dwells within you. But I want you to know you can have a greater measure of the Holy Spirit. I don't I don't believe that once you're born again and saved, that, that that's it. You can't have more of who God is. Because if you think about it, if you look at the book of Acts, what happened? Pentecost came. What happened? They were immersed in the Holy Spirit, began to speak in tongues, all these things. Peter and John um, get, you know, they get grabbed a hold of by the, the officials after they perform that miracle. And then they go back with the other disciples and they pray and they're praying to the Lord and asking for courage and signs and wonders to accompany and healings and all these different things. And what happens? God shows up and shakes the walls and these guys are empowered again. (laughs) So there is this like refilling. You know, Paul talks about this because referring to the gifts because the the gifts of the Spirit and the Holy Spirit go one in hand, uh, hand in hand. The Holy Spirit distributes the gifts accordingly as he sees fit. So Paul talks about praying in the Holy Spirit. And what happens? You edify yourself by praying in the Holy Spirit. Paul spoke in tongues all the time, apparently, because he spoke more in tongues than the Corinthians. And he says speaking in tongues edifies you. It edifies you. It grows you. It's not wrong to, be, to edify yourself. We should edify ourselves. That's one thing that the gift of tongues does. Um, I love speaking in tongues. I speak in English. I pray in English and I pray in tongues. I go back and forth when I'm in my prayer time because at times I want to say something to God and English words cannot, um, what's the word? I can't, see, like right, like right now, English words can't relate what I'm trying to say to God. English words fail in trying to just communicate to God what I really want to say from the depths of my heart and my soul. So praying in tongues helps to fill that gap and void because then it's no longer about trying to find words. It's just expression of your spirit. You know, I pray in tongues loud, you know, and I sing and it's a beautiful thing and it just boom. And then sometimes, you know, God, like, you know, Paul talks about when you pray in tongues, interpreting like trying to interpret what you're saying. And that's also a gift of the Spirit, to interpret tongues. So Paul's like saying, you know, attempt, you know, attempt to interpret what you're praying in tongues so that your mind is edified. Because it's true, when you pray in tongues, your mind is just kind of sitting there. Your mind's not doing anything. Um, but if you can interpret what you're saying by the Holy Spirit, then boom, you're praying in the Spirit, but you're getting the interpretation, so your mind's being edified, your spirit's being edified. It's it's pretty awesome. But um, But yeah, so... In this present time, in this age we are in, we really need to pull off any false doctrines and false teachings of the Holy Spirit and of the gifts of the Spirit because I truly believe the Holy Spirit, man, he he wants to just burst forth. I feel like I feel like he is that mighty river. And what has happened is man, in attempt to try and do good, but sometimes man just fails in doing good because man thinks he knows what is best. Man has put up a dam and has blocked the Holy Spirit. In this um, example, Holy Spirit is the river. And man has put up these doctrines, which will be representative as the dam, trying to block the Holy Spirit. And then there's a little door opening so Holy Spirit can come out a little bit, but in a way that's controlled. 
man, we need to bust down that dam and remove all the false doctrines and let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do. <laughs> Could you imagine, right? Could you imagine? And I don't want to hit certain denominations. I'm not trying to pick on people, but... Could you imagine if we took a lot of our leading um, theologians today and brought them back and then we didn't tell them what was going on, but we just kind of like let them watch the apostles speak in tongues on the day of Pentecost? You know, it's, I guess they would know from the Bible because they've studied the book of Acts. They'd be like, oh yeah, that's Pentecost. But could you imagine if that wasn't in the Bible, but it did happen and then the theologians came back? I'm pretty sure they would have aligned with the Jews and said, wow, they're drunk. This isn't of God. This doesn't have any, you know. I just feel like we we got, got to get out of the way. <laughs> we got to get out of the way and let the Holy Spirit do what he wants to do. You know, I'm not, I don't want to be against churches that have a strict schedule. But man, I don't think church, I don't think God desires it to be like that. <laughs> I don't think God, I mean, how can you let Holy Spirit move? If your church is totally planned out, you got three services, so you got a whole strict schedule, announcements, okay, this, tithes and offerings, okay, worship, let's just do four songs, that's it, okay, everyone has the songs ready, okay, we're all ready, let's do it, okay, now the sermon that's planned out, okay, all right, everyone get out, <laughs> you know, they say it nicely, get out, because we got another service coming in, like, I don't see that in the Bible, I see, I mean, there is structure, right, I'll give that. But the Holy Spirit is so beyond our wisdom. <laughs> you know, the Bible talks about the foolishness of God is greater than the wisdom of man. Like, and I, I guess this is, I'm, I'm hitting too much on the church. I mean, I really, I really want this podcast to be personal about your personal life. So let, let's, let's steer away from that, you know. And again, if you're a Baptist, if you're a Calvinist, whatever, I love you. I love Charles Spurgeon. Okay, I, I've listened to many of them. A.W. or uh, A.W. Pink, you know, I, I love, I love Rich, you know, John, uh, not John West, uh, George Whitfield. You know, I get it. I, I respect Calvinists. I respect Baptists. I don't want any arguments with you. So let's um, steer now towards a personal walk with the Holy Spirit. What that looks like. Well, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. Okay, many people in the church today personally do not believe God speaks to people as he did before. I believe that's unscriptural. God is speaking and the Holy Spirit will speak to you and lead you and direct you. You see, you got to believe though. You got to believe that he is going to speak and you can ask him questions so that he does speak. There's a beautiful relationship that takes place when you fully or at least when you come closer to fully grasping who the Holy Spirit is and what he can do in your life, because then you realize, wow, he'll speak to me about circumstances. And it may not be an audible voice. It may just be to your hearts. I have never heard the audible voice of God, but God has spoken to me clearly into my heart, into my mind, and that I have confidence that it's him. The enemy has also tried to speak to me, but I'm learning to discern when it's the voice of the Lord and when it's the voice of the enemy. Usually the voice of the Lord is more confident, not rushed, confident yet stern, um, not over demanding, but like, at least in my experience, usually it's more of a stern confidence. And so I'll kind of test it. I'll kind of hit it from different ways and try and examine it. 
And I've noticed when it's the enemy, it doesn't hold water and it kind of just falls apart, if that makes sense. It might be too rushed and I'll feel like, oh, well, uh, am I supposed to, you know, it, it just, it will feel weird. But as you learn, as you begin to walk with the Holy Spirit, you begin to understand who God is. You understand his voice, right? Because Jesus says, my sheep will hear my voice, right? But a strangers, they will not follow. Holy Spirit will help you to hear the voice of God because the Holy Spirit knows the Father. The Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God and reveals them. Who's he revealed them to? He reveals them to us. So the Holy Spirit, we communicate to God and the Holy Spirit's in us, helping us to communicate. The Holy Spirit, I mean, Jesus is our mediator, right? He's interceding for us at the right hand of the Father. But the Holy Spirit is there in between everything, kind of helping everything flow nicely, right? He does. He He's good at doing that. Um, he's good at doing that. So personally for you, Christian, um, what can you take away from all this? Because I know I hit a bunch of different things. Like I said, I don't want to plan any of these things out, really. I just want to have a topic and then just go for it. I feel like God really wanted me to speak about the Holy Spirit, so that's that's why I'm doing on this episode. I know I hit on a, a bunch of different things, um, but what I really want you to take from this is that you can have a relationship with the Holy Spirit that looks like you having a relationship with, like, a best friend, okay? Like, you can pray to him, you can talk to him, you can ask him questions, and, and you can do it by faith. And I believe you're going to grow in doing so because the Holy Spirit is not going to steer us wrong. He's not. He's going to lead us into all truth. He's going to help us to speak in the right circumstances. He's going to help release gifts. Christian, beloved, please don't don't limit what God wants to do in your life. Please. Another thing to take away, the gifts are available today. Let me tell you something. I want to share this testimony, okay? I want to pray for you. Um, we're wrapping it up. On Friday, so right now it's Monday. It's May 2nd, I believe. So last Friday, um, I was by my old high school, and I was preaching in the park that's in between the high school and the middle school. And so I came with a couple of brothers, and we posted up right there in the park, and began. I began to preach at the very... Um, the last bell of high school. And so we planned it that way so we could preach to them leaving school and going back home. So I began to just preach, you know, just preach the word of God, just open air preaching, nothing new, just preaching down the park. And some people stopped and gathered around and were listening. And this one girl comes up and uh, she says, I have a question. I'm like, well, uh, you know, no questions yet. Hold your questions until I'm done preaching. I'm preaching first. And then you can ask any question you want, any question. She says, well, I have a question about your preaching. I said, all right. Um, she's like, can you, can you lower the volume? Cause I got a migraine and it hurts. And I forgot what I said. I think I said, you have a migraine. I was like, you want to be healed, um, of that migraine. And I believe she said yes or something. I was like, can I pray for you? She's like, you know, kind of like, <laughs> she just seemed like kind of out, out of it in a way, but I prayed for her and I said, in Jesus name, you know, I just bless her, you know, headache, go away, da, 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 all these things. But before I prayed for her, I asked her, is it, what's your pain? You know, 10 being the worst, one being fine. Is it, what is it? She said an eight. I said, okay. So I'm praying for her, praying for her, praying for her. And I said, how does it feel? She says, it still hurts. <laughs> it doesn't feel any better. And I was like, well, let me pray for you again. So I prayed for her again. And then she ends up walking away with her friend. And I keep preaching, preaching, preaching. She comes back. And then she asks a question about homosexuality or bisexuality or whatever. I, I switch the subject around and say, how's your head feel? 
and she kind of hesitated in a way. It sounded like she didn't really want to go into it. She's like, it feels better, kind of real fast. I was like, it feels better? I was like, what's it at? Uh, what's the scale now? What's the number? She's like, uh, it's a two. So I was like, it's a two? I was like, so what happened? <laughs> you know, I'm surprised. I'm like, yes, praise God. And, you know, I said, How, why did you, you know, why did you get healed or something? She's like, because you asked God. I said, yeah. And I was like, because he loves you too. And so that's just an instance. That's just the thing of God coming forth. I mean, I've seen a lot. I've, I've seen a lot of things happen. That's why I can confidently say the gifts are here <laughs> because I've seen them operate in many different ways through me, through others. And it's for you to tell me that the gifts are not real today, that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not for today is like telling me that Japan does not exist. <laughs> I've been to Japan. Um, I've walked around Japan. I've, I've taken pictures in Japan. I've studied Japan. So for you to tell me that Japan does not exist is just, in my mind, foolishness and ignorance because I've been there. And so for someone to say the gifts aren't um, relevant for today or aren't available is ignorant and wrong because I've seen them operate many times they're alive because the holy spirit's alive so so i want to and i say that also because these gifts aren't just for you to have fun <laughs> these gifts are for you to edify the church and to reveal to the world that what we preach is not by word only <laughs> paul said i didn't just come with eloquent words i didn't actually he said i didn't come with eloquent words but i, I didn't come with eloquent words of wisdom but demonstration of the Spirit and of power. <laughs> you see, the Holy Spirit endows, endows us with power. You know, so when he lives within you, he baptizes you, whatever. Man, you get the power of God in you. It's not just you memorizing scriptures. Man, anyone can memorize scriptures. Anyone can pick up a Bible and quote verses and understand doctrine. It doesn't take power to do that. Now, supernatural things can take place. You can memorize a thousand scriptures in a day, and that's supernatural. I'm not disagreeing with that. But I'm saying we want to walk in the, in, the, in the Christ life. We want to be like Jesus in the world. And how do we do that? It's by the Holy Spirit in us who enables us in power to move as Jesus Christ did. So I hope this helps. You know, um, this is real, right? I'm not, I don't have notes in front of me. I have two pillows and my laptop and my equipment. I'm just allowing God to do what he wants to do. I want the church to be edified. I want you to be edified. I want you to be strengthened. I want you to know the truth. And obviously, I'm not Jesus. I look like him. I smell like him. I act like him at times, but I'm not. I'm a man growing in him, a man growing up in him. But I've learned a lot. And I believe God has taught me a lot and he wants to reveal these things to you. So check out other uh, the other episodes. There's only three right now. First one's my testimony. Second one is about overcoming temptation. This one is the Holy Spirit. And pretty soon, Lord willing, we got it planned for Wednesday. My good friend Daniel Miranichinko is coming um, over and we're going to do a podcast together. It'll be our fourth episode. Lord willing, I mean, anything can happen, but that's what's planned to do. And we're going to talk. He's, he was part of CFAN. He's preached with CFAN in Africa. He's met Reinhard Bunke. He was an intern for Daniel Kalunda. Awesome man of God. Um, I'm excited for him to come on this show and us to just talk. Um, and it's, it's going to be good. So, oh yeah, let me pray. 
Okay, if you do not, if you've never felt the power of God, if all you've had is a knowledge of him, I want you to acknowledge that right now. Okay, now if you do want to experience the power of God, I want you to acknowledge that right now and even say yes. Just say yes, 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 yes. Okay, I want to pray for you guys specifically. For you that want, who have never felt the power of God and want to feel the power of God, I want to pray for you specifically. And just as a sign of basically saying, yes, I want to receive this. I trust this guy. He doesn't seem like a heretic. Um, <laughs> I trust what he's about to pray. I want you to lift your hands in faith, okay? Just lift both your hands in faith. Close your eyes as you're listening. Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity, this privilege to speak about you, to speak about your wonderful spirits, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ. God, I, I don't know who's listening. I don't know their names. I don't know what your plans are for them, specifically. But God, whoever right now is listening to this, whoever has their arms raised, God, I pray you fall upon them right now by the power of your Holy Spirit. God, that right now they will feel inside of them your presence, your fire, You'll feel the power of heaven, God, right now. In Jesus' name, God, right now, God, grow it. Grow it, God. Let it not be a fleeting thing, but grow it by your power, God. In Jesus' name, Lord, use them as witnesses. Use them as testimonies of your glory. Bless them, God. Bless them. All of them lifting their hands up. All of them listening to this. Bless them. Bless them. In Jesus' name.